Ladies and gentlemen, welcome on back to Mantra Popcorn. I'm Ricky Uniak. And I'm Chuck Clark. You know, Chuck, I know a couple weeks ago, the the episode before our last episode, so two episodes ago, we had mentioned how we weren't really sure if we were going to have an episode um, at all over these uh, these next two weeks. So last week and this week. And here we are, perfect attendance over two weeks um, with no new shows or really anything to talk about. Um, I know we mentioned that we were going to just kind of keep up with the NBA because we mentioned greatest reality TV show on earth. It's technically television. Um, but uh, aside from the NBA playoffs, we ha- there are a couple things happening that we'll talk about. We'll touch mm-hmm. on the uh, the new Thor trailer that dropped during game four of the Eastern Conference finals on Monday. So we'll get to touch on that. Um, Friday's a very big day. It is the release of uh, part one of season four of Stranger Things, as well as the first two episodes of Obi-Wan. So I'm sure we'll kind of touch on that. I'm curious to kind of gauge your hype level for both of those two series. And then next week, next Friday, a week from tomorrow, is the release of season three of The Boys. And then the following Wednesday, two weeks from today, I believe is the premiere of Miss Marvel on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, it's June 8th, I believe. I'm going to look that up now just so I can confirm. This is it. This is the dog days of summer that they warned us about. Yeah. All these shows, all these movies. Oh, yeah, I didn't even mention Top Gun Maverick. I know that's a movie that you're pretty keen on seeing. I, I kind of mentioned in the pre-show that I don't know if I'm as keen on seeing it as you are. However, I'm not going I, – I, it's getting, like, insanely positive reviews. So, um. That might be enough to kind of convince me to get out there. Um, and then, I mean, July is just as crazy. Yeah, you got Thor Love and Thunder. I believe Nope. Nope at the end. I actually don't know anything else coming out. Was that not? Oh, no, that's too soon for She-Hulk. Is She-Hulk August? She-Hulk's August, yes. Oh, uh, okay. I thought She-Hulk was July. My mistake. Um there's got to be a Disney Plus series that's well. I guess Miss Marvel will go into July. I'm assuming that's going to be an eight episode thing. Uh, I believe it's six. Hmm. It is six, so it'll go into July. Yes. So th- that seems pretty standard. I think Marvel typically, like I think last year, they kept about six to eight weeks in between shows. It felt like, um, for the most part. Well, not WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Cause wasn't Falcon and the Winter Soldier like? Late February, early March of 21. Um, I thought one. No, it was WandaVision first, then Falcon and Winter Soldier. Th- yeah, that's what I meant. WandaVision was first in January, and that ended like in the beginning of Febu- February. It was like February to March or January. I can't remember. But I know Falcon and Winter Soldier debuted end of April. Oh, so it was longer than I thought in between those two shows. I don't know why I thought Falcon Winter Soldier was like a like a late February, early March show. No, I don't think so. The more you learn. Um. Okay, so we'll have a bunch of goodies to sort of touch on here at the end. Um, I do want to talk about the NBA though because our predictions are we might be geniuses, <laughs> like. <laughs> Kind of, and I we haven't gotten everything 100% correct, but I think we both were pretty keen on the, or we both were big on the 
Dallas and Golden State going five games. It's yeah. perfectly set up to end tomorrow night in Golden yeah. State. Um, they love I getting think, those home gate tickets. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they love, it's, it's they love like, time. <laughs> hey, you got to close out at home. You're up 3-0. You want to close it out? Eh, we'd rather close it at home. Right. Yeah, you want to close it out in game five in Memphis? Yeah, I'd rather close it out in game six in Golden State. <laughs> it, it's it's uncanny. Um, but I think we both, if I, if my memory serves me correctly, I think that you had picked Boston in six. Yep. And I think I had picked Miami in seven. You did. And that series is tied two two with game three tonight. I obviously, I mean, I'm not breaking any new ground here, but usually the team that wins game five when it's tied two two goes on to win the series. So um, I'm excited for that game tonight. It is uh, it's in Miami, right? Yeah, Miami game five. Yeah. And uh, Tyler Cheeks Hero is out. Mm-hmm. Um, and Marcus Smart is back. I hate Tyler Harrow, man. He's so bad. I. Playoff Tyler Harrow is is a joke. That dude likes to smirk when he makes like a 13 foot jump shot. Um, I don't know. I I could do an entire podcast on how much uh, for my disdain for Tyler Harrow. Playoff Tyler Harrow. Regular season Tyler Harrow is a menace. That dude's good. Playoff Tyler Harrow is a joke. That that doesn't seem to ring true to me. But that's I'm a casual, as as the people like to say. So what do I know? Because my understanding was he broke out in the bubble, obviously, in 2020, in 29. Yeah. Bubble like that was okay. Get get out of here. Get out of here. Everyone loved bubble basketball until the Lakers won. That's when they were like, whoa, this is a fraud. What are you talking about? La Mickey needs to win a real ring. That's all I'm gonna say. As as the Twitter folks like to oh my like to say, La Get Mickey win a real ring. Get out of here. <laughs> Get, Get out. I guess the other three doesn't count. <laughs> Only the one in Cleveland counts. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I'm trolling. I, I I am trolling. Yes. Anyway, no, not about Tyler Hero being complete ass. That dude sucks. Then. Then the Heat kind of fell off the year once they came back. The Heat just weren't as good in 20, the 2020-2021 season. They just yeah. kind of fell off. And then this year, they transitioned him to a sixth man, yeah. and that helped him out. He's been a sixth man. I thought he was a starter last no. in this previous season. It was always Duncan. Tyler Harris sure? been a sixth man his entire career, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm I'm going to look like such an asshole if I'm wrong on this, but I'm I I'm pretty positive that Tyler Harrow because he's won multiple six man of the years, I think, in a short career. I don't I don't think so. I think this was his first one. Am I an asshole? <laughs> Tyler Harrow. Oh, That's God. a different question. Uh, OK, this is great podcasting. Six man yeah. of the year. Twenty twenty two. That's his only one. As Tyler Harrow started in the NBA, well, I would say your your at least bench is right because even in 2020 2021, he only started 15 games. Okay, yeah, so he, he's been a bench player. Yeah, 
Um, I think they should start him. Like, I am of the mindset that... Um, well, who are they starting above him? Kyle Lowry or Max Struess? Who right now, who are they starting above him? I think yeah. it's... Well, well, he's out tonight. Right. So, obviously. But, but the, it's Max Struess, right? Well, he hasn't been starting anyway, so it doesn't matter if he's out tonight. Right. So, Jimmy's at the three. Lowry starts at the one. I think it's Max at the two. Because Duncan is out of the rotation. Duncan was the two, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he's he's also kind of become a sixth man. He's, so, he's yeah. like a tenth man. Homie ain't getting no minutes. So right now they start Max Struess slash Gabe Vincent. But Gabe Vincent's a point guard. They were starting Gabe Vincent when Kyle Lowry was out. They've both been pretty solid, like like in the rotation. Like I'm I'm yeah. not knocking that, but but Tyler Hero has been a little unreliable this series when he's played. Um, They've also got Victor Oladipo just deep on the bench. Dude, it's crazy, man. Like I I'm a big Victor Oladipo fan, as I know you are too. I think. Uh, you know, given his time nah. on Indiana, eh. I used to be, and then we traded, and then he demanded a trade, and I was like, "Well, you were not, you were mediocre in Oklahoma City. You came here and thrived, and then he went to Houston? where did he? Where did we trade him to? Houston? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's right. It was part of the um, what did we get out of that trade? I can't remember who we got. Did we flip that? We flipped that for uh, Karis LeVert. Did we not? No, yeah, Karis LeVert. That was the James Harden trade. That was all part that's of the right. James Harden trade. So Karis came from Brooklyn. Um, right, but that's but that's when Victor went to Miami from Houston. No, you, he went to Houston first from Indian, Indianapolis, if I'm not mistaken. Right, 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 right. But I'm saying the when we traded Victor Oladipo to Houston. What I'm trying to figure out what we got. We did not get Karis LeVert. It's not part of in. This was before that. Oh, I thought that was like a four. I thought that was like a four-team trade with like the Cavs, the Nets, and the Rockets and Pacers. Let's see. Drafted by the Magic, and then the Thunder, and then you know he goes to the Thunder. Boom. All of Depot and Sabonis were traded to the Pacers in exchange for Paul George. We knew that. Okay. Uh, Aladipo is traded to the Houston Rockets as a four-team trade that, yep, that sent James Harden to the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, and then he was traded to Miami in 2021 because the uh, the you know what's the the timing's weird because of the trade deadline was moved last year. Yeah, because of when the season started. Mm-hmm. So he was traded to Miami in exchange for Avery Bradley, Kelly Olynyk, and a 2022 draft pick swap. That's what Houston got. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> and listen, you. And Kelly Olynyk's not even on Houston anymore. He's on the Pistons. Shout out to the Purtle for reminding me of that. Part of the Purtle. It, what was that? A- uh, Daryl Morey trade was that no that was after Daryl got fired right March 2021 yeah that was after when he it, got let go yeah because Morey went to the Sixers after the bubble season right I'm a Daryl Morey truther I'm a big fan I mean it, is it because he's from the town next to me maybe 
I think he does good work. I but that being said, I hate the Sixers, so I can't be yeah. happy. Daryl Morey truther. His team's scum and they're terrible. But um, you know, I I thought it was funny because during last week's podcast, I think it was last week's podcast, we were talking about if Miami. I don't remember what the context of the conversation was. We were talking about Joel Embiid. Like like yeah. what would what would the Heat look like if Joel Embiid went to the Heat? Um, and I was saying how like Bam has been underwhelming, and they would do that. You know, they would do that deal 11 out of 10 times. And then Bam has the game of his life um, <laughs> at game three. My God. No, or was it? No, it was game three because they because Boston blew out um, uh, the Heat on Monday. Well, yeah. I think his final stat line was like 32, 11 and like six. Yeah. Playoff Crazy. Bam, Good for him. Quick question, because this has been floating around the NBA sphere. Yeah. These playoffs have not been good. True or false? Uh, false. I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, how – I guess it depends on how you – how you're entertained. There's been drama. You know, like, that Memphis and Minnesota series was must-see TV for, for a while there. Um mm-hmm. I think the Eastern Conference Finals has been pretty entertaining. Um, Except you've just tuned, been able to tune out the fourth quarter of all four games. Yeah, they have been weird games. It, it has been a strange series. So, I, you know what? I can kind of see where people are coming from, I guess. Like, I don't know. I and mean, a game seven where a team was up by 40. Yeah, you know what? You know what's funny is I think this all starts with the Brooklyn Nets being frauds. Let me start there. Complete frauds. That was supposed to be one of the best first round series ever. I mean, people were hyping that up. Um, then the the Nets get swept and into oblivion, sent to Valhalla. Whatever. To be fair, to be fair, I think except for the last game, which I think the Celtics kind of handled, if memory serves, I have to, to go back and check. But they were all good games. They were close. It was a close four game sweep, but it was a four game sweep nonetheless. I guess. I guess, but like Chicago just fell over against Milwaukee. I think that was a five game series. Atlanta yeah. couldn't do anything against Miami. And I yeah. get it, it's, it's first round games, but then you look over at the West too. I liked the Phoenix Pelicans series for a bit there. That was like the, the Pelicans are able to make that pretty interesting. Um, but Denver gets destroyed by Golden State. And then we talked about Memphis and Minnesota already. I think, you know, it's funny. I, I saw Duran's tweet the other day. He tweeted at LeBron. He's like, son, you better not miss the playoffs ever again because this shit's ass. And I was like, I I, I guess. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But, th- hey, listen, it, this is what is in store for us. Like, you know, there were people that talked about – we talked about this last week. Um, There was a stretch of, like, six or seven years – well, really a decade – where we knew who was going to the finals, at least out of one of the conferences. And now that picture is a little more, it's a little blurry, more blurry, blurrier. I don't know what the term there is, but um, I don't know. I don't know if I subscribe to that, that, that these have been like, this has been a bad playoffs. Like, I, I don't know. I think it's about however, like however you perceive entertainment out of a basketball game. Yeah. 
Um, other NBA news today is the All NBA selections. Yeah, Did let's you... run through those, shall we? I've got Let it me... right in front of me. Okay, I, hit me with the first team, and I'm gonna Looks... either I'm gonna groan when I see, when I hear somebody disagree with. First team, unanimous selection, only unanimous selection on the first team, 100 first team votes. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Agree. I'm gonna go in vote order. Tied, actually, for second most guard from the Dallas Mavericks, Luka Doncic. Yeah. Tied for second again. Center from the Denver Nuggets, Nikola Jokic. Yeah. Guard fourth. Guard from the Phoenix Suns, Devin Booker. Yeah. I don't know about first team. Yeah, I don't know about, I don't know first, know about first team. Now, this is interesting also, and this is, what, what the, I think, the biggest discussion on All-NBA. Sixth in voting, but on the first team, because he is designated as a forward, Jason Tatum of the Boston Celtics. <sighs> Who... Mm, I don't like Jason Tatum as a forward. That's always been like an in-betweener. But I'm trying to think of who I would rather have over him. Well, let me go to fifth place in voting, but on the second team, center Joel Embiid of the 76ers. Swap out Devin Booker with Jason Tatum and then put and then put you Joel mean, Embiid into the first team, and then I'm okay with that. Gotcha. That seems that that seems pretty good to me. See, this is the problem. The NBA still does the all first teams by positions, so you can only have two forwards, two guards, and a center. So because Joel Embiid is listed as a center and Jokic got more votes for first team, Joel Embiid is automatically bumped to the second team, despite being having more votes than Jason Tatum to be on the first team. Jason Tatum's a two, right? He, he, I mean, well, they have him as a three, I'm assuming. I guess. I think he starts at small forward for them because Marcus starts at the one and Jalen starts at the two. So they do a small lineup like the Warriors. Well, he's 6'8", so it's not like he's Is crazy he really? Small. Is he 6'8"? Yeah, he's 6'8". He's six Holy eight. Holy crap! Yeah. Okay, never mind. I did not know he was that tall. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, six uh, feet eight, two hundred eight pounds. I mean, it is what it is. Joel Embiid mean, was an MVP Luka, candidate. How was he on the second team? Luca's six eight too. If it makes you feel any better. Luca is not. What, are you being for real? Yeah, I'm being for real. I I did not know this until I did the purple. <laughs> six foot seven. He's listed. He's listed as six foot seven. But yeah, what? six foot seven, two hundred eighteen pounds. Oh my god! I did not know that. Yeah. But but he he's a he's a one. Well, he's really a two. But I mean, oh, he's, he's a, a one. one. Yeah, he's listed as a one, I believe. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I I guess that makes things a little bit better. But run me through the second team. Okay, second team. Well, we already just did the first one. Joel Embiid is on the second team, despite having more votes. All right. 
Uh, and the rest, all the rest, the lineup in voting order. There's no other weird things. Um, guard for the Memphis Grizzlies, John Moran. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, forward from the Brooklyn Nets, Kevin Durant. I guess. I'm not happy about it. Guard from the Golden State Warriors, Stephen Curry. Yeah. See, I would have put... I think I would have put Ja over Booker. If we're yeah. just if we're if we're sticking with the position thing, I'm gonna put Ja over Booker. I think I would have put Steph over Booker. Yeah, I would put both of them over Booker. Um, anyways, um, forward from the Chicago Bulls, Demar Derozan. Well, yeah, Demar had a well great season. Phenomenal. Great season. season. I think he's second team. Yeah. Yeah. Third team center from the Minnesota Timberwolves, Carl Anthony Towns. Love cat. Love that for him. Yeah. Forward for the Los Angeles Lakers, LeBron James, NBA All-13. Eh, that's that's a a legacy award right there. I don't know if he's... He had a hell of a season. Eh. Let's look at his stats. LeBron James, 2021-22. Here's my thing. I'm I'm of the mindset. And I guess I should have shared this when when you said his name. I believe Devin Booker got first team because of the great ready of the season the Suns had. Yes. That be and if you're gonna do that, you got to also look at the terrible season that the Lakers had. Yeah. And while I'm not putting that 100 percent on LeBron, I don't know. I don't know. I I you know what? Okay, I'm I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm fine because I I know he still put up LeBron numbers for the most part. So. 30.3 points per game, eight rebounds per game, eight six point two assists point per game. Oh God, at thirty, how old is he? Thirty seven. Thirty seven, and he's one point three steals per game, one point one blocks per game. Oh, it's just disgusting. God, that should be first team. Averaged fifty two percent field goal percentage. Thirty five point nine from three. Who who did they put at the three for first team? Was it Giannis? Well, they don't do – I don't think they specifically do like one, two, three, four, five. They just do two guards, two two forwards. forwards. So so LeBron's list is a forward. So their forwards were Tatum and Giannis. And then the forwards on the second second team. team. No, Tatum was first team, but he received less votes than Joel Embiid. But because he's listed as a forward, he goes to the – he because he received the second most votes for a forward, he goes to the first team. Okay, I the NBA has a a, a fan voting problem. Oh no, never mind. These aren't fan votes. These are media votes, aren't they? Yep. Okay. Yeah. What are people doing? LeBron had a better season than Tatum. I know I just was grumpy about LeBron making third team, but I I forgot that he's still LeBron James. Yep. Um, let me just look up Jason's uh, stats for this year. Again, <laughs> the Celtics had a phenomenal second half. I think that had I mean that had a lot to do with him making first team. Oh yeah, definitely. And I'm not saying like Booker should be second team. Yes, me. maybe third like, team. Mm, no, nah, he he should be second team. They had the okay, best. You, you you look up Jason Tatum stats. I'm looking up Devin Booker stats because I. Jason Tatum, 26.9 per points per game, eight rebounds a game, four assists per game. Okay, I mean, listen, 
This isn't, I mean, th- like, this is good, I guess. Booker was just under 27 points a game, 26.8. But he only shot 46%. I say only, that's still pretty good. Five rebounds, five assists. Mm. So, I don't know if that's first team numbers, man. Um, Selfishly. Because I, I, I think this, this guy falls under the snubbed category. Eh, maybe not. I looked up somebody like Darius Garland, you know, who mm-hmm. kind of had a breakout year. Darius Garland, 22 points a game, three and a half rebounds, almost nine assists. Yeah. Well, by the way, finishing out the NBA All-Third team, yeah. guard from the Phoenix Suns, Chris Paul. Okay. Guard from the Atlanta Hawks, Trey Young. Okay. Forward from the Toronto Raptors, Pascal Siakam. What? Yep. Pascal? Pascal. I'm looking at Pascal Siakam's stats. Yeah. Well, think about like this. Kawhi and PG were out all year. So normally they probably, you'd expect them to have one of those spots, right? Yeah. In a normal year. Um. Kyrie barely played, you know. Kyrie Kyrie didn't play half the game, so you knew he wasn't going to get a guard spot. Clay didn't play the entire year. Yeah. Um who else? What other big names were there? Um Jamal Murray was out the entire year. Jamal Murray was out. But I'm trying to think of forwards that you're like cuz like to replace Siakam with. Like I bet you Pascal Siakam is better numbers than Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah. He probably has better numbers than Michael Bridges. Oh, yeah. Um, Listen, I'm not dissing Pascal Siakam. I really like Pascal Siakam. I yeah. just, it, w- when I look back at my perception of this last season, he was not somebody that I expected to be on an all NBA team. So that was, that, that just surprised me a bit. He's, he's very, very good, though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I really don't even know what other forwards you put in contention. I mean, um, AD, I guess, well, on a normal I, I, year. I thought of AD, but isn't he a five? I don't know if he starts if he's listed technically as a center or not, because he was power forward for the um, Pelicans. Right. Right. But I don't know what they was play that, him. Is that when they ran with Boogie though? Like, was he a five as rookie and sophomore year? I, I think he was listed as a still listed as a four after Boogie left. Okay. And I and I can't remember because didn't the Lakers start JaVale McGee um, at one point in time with Anthony Davis and JaVale was technically the five. That was the ring year. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I don't know what Vail's they did. Been on Phoenix these last two years. Yeah. So anyways, that rounds out all the all NBA team. Yeah, you know, I, I th- this is better than, you know, wh- if they were to take this to a fan vote like they do the all-star voting, which I think needs to be changed. Um, I know I, I, I just think of somebody like Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins is having a really, really great year. Maple Jordan, not trying to take anything away from him. He's dunked the other night, literally almost killed me. It was amazing. Um, the, but the fact that Andrew Wiggins was an all-star starter was a little crazy. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, if there's one thing 
NBA fans are, it's they're trolls. NBA yes. fans are troll, professional trolls, m- might I add. Um, so I, I think that the All Star should come down to a little bit. Um, uh, well, I think it should be based more on stats than uh, than like fan voting. I don't know. So right, what's the system right now? Fan voting is like what twenty five percent, and then. Is or is it fifty percent? I think it's fifty percent, and then twenty five percent coaches, twenty five percent media. Okay. I think maybe. Um, I think if it were thirty three, thirty three, thirty three, or whatever, like 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 break it up into thirds, and just anything to where fans aren't in control that much. Because again, mm-hmm. I mean, we saw it with Zaza Pachulia. Like a few years ago, I didn't forget that. That was ridiculous. Um, yeah. And then you know, Andrew Wiggins was more deserving of an All Star spot. I mean, if Andrew Wiggins would have been a reserve, I don't know if I would have complained this much. But him as a starter, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Don't know about that one, Chief. Got it. I I, right. I have one question for you before we move okay. on from the NBA. Um, What's that? This is courtesy of our of our buddy Dan. He okay. put this on the old Twitter sphere, and I don't know how I would answer this question. This is courtesy of StatMuse, and I'll give you Dan's answer here um, after I get your answer. StatMuse tweeted out a picture of four players. They simply said that one has to go. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler, Steph Curry, Jason Tatum, Luka Doncic. Who are you removing? From that four to to cut it down to three. If you need stats, I have stats here. I can give you points per game, rebounds, assists, and true shooting percentages. I could tell you for minus right now. uh, So the, the four again, Steph, Jimmy, Luca, and Jason Tatum. Yep. I think I'm going to cut Jimmy. Can I get rid of Jimmy? You see, that hurts me. But this makes for an interesting conversation because that means you, me, and Dan all have different answers. That's awesome. So um, you're cutting Jimmy. I'm cutting Jason Tatum. Mm. I'm not saying that I don't think – I think – if. I think Jason Tatum's a year out from being like undoubtedly a top two player in this league. Okay. Like he's, he's certainly on that tra- trajectory. What if they um, win the championship this year? Then yes, that would probably change my answer. But as we sit right now, I'm cutting Jason, Dan, Dan with emphasis said that this was easy and that it's Luca. Hmm. Now, let me run you through the stats really quickly here. Luca had the highest points per game, rebounds per game, and assists per game. But he had the third highest true shooting percentage. To me, I mean, he's still a true shooting percentage of almost 60%. That's, 
that is otherworldly still. Mm-hmm. Tatum had the worst points per game at 27. Um, the second lowest rebounds per game at 5.8 and tied for the second lowest assist per game at 5.9. So still very, very good. I just, I, I, I look at Steph and I see 27 points per game, five rebounds, six assists. And then I think about watching Steph and everything that, that he does on the court and like the spacing comes into it. And then I just love Jimmy, man. I, Jimmy's like one of my favorite players in the league. He's one of my favorite like players of all time that hasn't played for my favorite team. Um, and I'm taking, I am taking into consideration like Jimmy's defense and yeah. Um, uh, you know, uh, leadership and whatnot. Just, it seems like mostly everywhere he goes, he wins minus the freaking Timberwolves. I don't know how they couldn't figure that out, but I was the more, Sixers. More, well, did Joe's Tobias Harris over him? Oh yeah. Okay, <laughs> man. Wow. Oh, God. I, I think about that at least twice a week still. Um, and he recently had some words on that about how they, about how he was shocked that they went down that road and how much he loved playing with Joel. We, 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 we talked about this cause we talked about Joel yeah. possibly being on the, on the heat later, later down the line. I just, I guess I thought it was a little, a little ludicrous that Dan was like, Oh, this is so easy. It's obviously Luca. I was like, well, I don't know about that one chief. I don't know. It depends also on the context. I don't know the full. Con- is this just like on any on a full NBA roster? Like I've got I, these three superstars, I assume, and then I guess a bench full of guys. I just took this as like which one of these guys doesn't belong with the rest. Yeah, like, I think I, it's for me. It's Jimmy Butler. I do. I I I love. I I think I appreciate Jimmy Butler now more than I did. It wasn't as easy a cut as I would have been, and maybe like the beginning of the season. Yeah, but I think Jason Tatum's ready. I also like I think Steph, I think Luca could bring up the ball and Steph could play off the ball really well with Tatum. I just think, yes, is my team going to get is that are those three if we're doing a three on three scenario going to give up some points? Yeah, but we're more than going to be able to make up those points. Those three are a bucket. Oh, and Jason yeah. Tatum's shooting is going crazy in the playoffs. So, yeah. You know, it, it's crazy because I, I think about where the NBA was. Let's just go to a decade ago, like 2010, 2012 time. Like you had your Tim Duncan, you had your LeBron, you had your Kobe. Um, At the time, I think it was still like Dwight Howard was like, you know, a top player in the league. Um, they just had a uh, who would you choose? It was the this year's first team all NBA versus 2011, 2012. I oh. saw that on Twitter. Oh, I'm assuming 2011 was like all those names I just said. 2011. Let me see if I can find this. Um, all NBA on Twitter. Do, 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 you you keep talking. Um. But I just think about like where, where, where like the talent was 12, 10 years ago with all those names I just said. And, you know, th- then you kind of had your, like, those are like the S tier players. Then you still had your A tier players like Dwayne Wade and even Chris Bosch at the time. 
Um, you know, at, at that time, oh, gosh, I'm still trying to think. Um, I, I almost, I almost said he to glue, like uh, as like a reflex, um, because I'm still scarred by that Orlando team. Um, but like, you know, somebody like Zach Randolph, Pau Gasol, like Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker, you know, I, I think about that. And then I think about the, the, the people who in three years are going to be undoubtedly the faces of the league. They might already be like Luca yeah. and Jason Tatum and Joel Embiid and John Morant. Um, and, you know, I, Steph is getting older. He's on his way out. Um, mm. uh, that seems a little bold. Okay. I'm not, I'm not saying that you're going to, that statement might age like that guy who said LeBron's turning 30. We won't, we won't have to turn <laughs> We won't have to deal with this. Thank God. Seven I, year I, anniversary today. I, I, I'm not saying that stuff's going to fall off a cliff, but like, I'm just saying like the, like the, these youngsters are coming. Like, we just Jason Tatum might already be there. Luca, I think, is already there. Giannis is already there. You know, um, Joel Embiid already there. Like, the, I guess the point I'm trying to make is, I remember there being a time not too long ago, maybe only three or four seasons ago. I was like, God damn, what the hell am I gonna do when LeBron retires and Kevin Durant retires and Steph's gone? Like, at the time, I couldn't really see the direction of the NBA and like where these young stars were going to come from. Trey Young's another name. And like, you know, three years later, like they're here. And like, it's just really cool to see that. Like, will the mellow ball be one of those names? No, mm, maybe, maybe I, the jury's still Tyrese Halliburton be one of those names. (laughs) I I mean, for your sake, by the way, I found, I found the uh, tweet. 2011, okay. 2012. It's you know who you got. Twitter prompt. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Paul on the Clippers, Kobe Bryant, LeBron on the Heat, KD on the Thunder, and Dwight Howard on the Magic. Versus so, this year's 2011 tw- or 2021, 2022, Book, Doncic, Tatum, Giannis, Jokic. Man. Life really comes full circle here, dude, because I remember being being that younger fan and being like those guys that played in the 90s. They wouldn't be able to compete with with, with this new blood. And here I am thinking that the 2011 All-NBA team would wipe the floor with the 2022 team. I'm taking 2011 all day. I would be interested to see the matchup between Dwight Howard and Nikola Jokic and how that would go. I think Nikola Jokic would, would would dominate that, but I think that's about the only matchup that 2022 dominates. Yeah. Or even or even wins. I I mean, who's guarding Luka? Are you putting 2011 LeBron James on Luka? I think because of his size, you're probably putting LeBron on 2011 2012 LeBron on Luka, yeah. And or then you put LeBron on Giannis. I well, KD on Giannis. He has the length. Yeah, but that's not a great matchup. Um, okay, I would put KD on Luka, LeBron on Giannis. I would switch. Those. And then Kobe on Book, I guess. And Chris Paul on Tate. No, because Tate, Tatum's 6'8". Yeah. We just who, talked about this. Kobe on Tatum, because those two, I think, are very similar. And 
Book's just going to cook Chris Paul all day and you're going to have to live with it. Ironic. Ironic. It really, really is. Um, but yeah, Chris Paul uh, didn't play defense then, doesn't play defense now. Pat Bev was right all along. Um, Pat Bev for president. Ooh, ooh. Let's see. Oh, boy. Uh, somebody down in the comments said Luca over CP3, Kobe over Book, KD over Tatum, Giannis over LeBron, Jokic oh. over Howard. Oh, yeah, you lost God. me. You lost me at that fourth one because Giannis over LeBron over okay. over Heat LeBron that won the championship that year, won their first championship that year against the Thunder. Heat LeBron was a different animal. LeBron really has kind of had like three or four different careers in his career. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Um, I think anybody born after 2006 should not comment on this. Um, and that might be putting it. I might, I, I might bump that up to like 2009, 2010. I mean, cause you got 12 year olds, you know, that are, are part of the part of this NBA fandom with their, um, uh, you know, being on Twitter and whatnot, but as somebody who, and admittedly, I am a much more um, educated NBA fan today than I was in 2011. Um, I'm just thinking that that 2011, I mean, my God, Kobe, Braun, KD. You're talking about three of the top five offensive players of all time? Yeah. And like, I just don't see, I, I know Devin Booker can shoot. I know Luca, you know, Luca magic, all that. I think Giannis would have a really hard time getting to the basket because Giannis can shoot, but I think he relies on the threat of being able to get, to get to the basket at will. Um, that cr creates the space for him. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm taking 2011. If they were to play a seven game series, but I'm saying 2011 and five. I would just laugh at like Giannis going to the paint and Dwight Howard just abandoning Jokic and Jokic just like slips out and just hits baseline jumpers yeah. for like buckets all day. Yeah, I, I but I also think about Kobe cooking whoever's guarding him in, you know, like on the elbows and like yeah. LeBron, I, I man. I, I really, if you're listening to this and and you're of the, you're of the opinion that 2012 or two, uh, 2022 team this past you know the team that they just announced the other day that they would win, I I beg you to go onto YouTube, watch the Heat LeBron highlights, watch Kobe highlights. Like these dudes were unreal. Um, like I said. I think Dwight Howard poses some problems. I think Chris Paul poses some problems. But I think Kevin Durant, Kobe, and Braun carry that team. Ooh, I like this game. This is a good game. Just pinning all NBA teams against each other. This is fun. We should do this more often. <laughs> we'll do We'll do it again. We'll do the 2000, uh, 2002 one. You know, we'll go by decade. <laughs> We should do uh, actually. I this would be a lot of work, but I think I, it would be kind of cool. Like a uh, an all-out bracket. Take like 
a bunch of the all NBA teams from like 2000. Well, whoever's on the all NBA team in 2000 is going to get smoked by pretty much anybody. But like take some of those teams. And uh, if we were to create a bracket, that'd be pretty fun to kind of work through the bracket and think who in and uh, kind of see who who would win. If we had enough people um, that followed us on Twitter, I think like we could like putting out a vote and everything would be kind of fun. Maybe that's what I do on TikTok. Yeah. Oh, I'm just creating work for myself at this point. I'm not committing to anything. I'm just I'm I'm I am I'm inspired at the moment. So maybe maybe we do something like that. But we're going to be busy over these next few weeks here and I this is a pretty good segue into what everybody can expect these next few weeks. Now, we didn't talk about this in the pre-show, Chuck. Um how are we going to do Stranger Things breakdowns and Obi-Wan breakdowns? Okay. Do you think that you will have watched all of part one by next Wednesday in, in the first four days or seven episodes? I know I will have. I probably will not have. Okay. So that that's fine. I figured what we would probably do and please feel free to object or, or, or modify. We could, wherever you end up being by our next episode, We'll just do those Stranger Things episodes um, as well as the first two episodes of Obi-Wan. Right. Because by next Wednesday, well, actually, there'll be three episodes of Obi-Wan by next Wednesday because Obi-Wan, two episodes shop on Friday, then the third drops the following Wednesday. Yeah. Um. So if you're cool with that being like a longer episode, we could do something like that. I mean, we'll just kind of run through where we're, where we're at at Stranger Things up to that point. And then, because part two of Stranger Things isn't dropping until July. Yeah. It's only three episodes, right? Or two episodes? Yeah, that's dropping in July. Yeah, but I think it's like a combined four hours. Yeah, it is. Um, So I guess if we need to stretch out Stranger Things, I'm cool with that. I just know I will have watched everything by next Wednesday because I'm incapable of pacing myself. <laughs> That, that I that's will a big not, issue. I will not have wa- I will have not watched it only because I'm going on a trip this Memorial Day weekend. Okay. Hey, that's that's totally fine. Where are you going? Going up to uh Lake House in New York. Ooh. Oh oh I saw Drawn Sweet. Yeah. Up 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 eh, up near Erie Way. Erie Buffalo Way. Oh, you you won't be too far well, Buffalo is like four hours from me. Yeah. But that'll be cool. Okay. So next week's episode, 100% will be Obi-Wan and wherever we're at with Stranger Things. Yep. Um, now, like, like we mentioned in the beginning, next Friday is The Boys. So the following week might be a smorgasbord of The Boys slash Obi-Wan slash more Stranger Things. And then it might be like that for until we get through part one of Stranger Things. And then it'll go from the boys slash Obi-Wan slash Miss Marvel. I will have probably finished Stranger. I will have definitely finished Stranger Things all the way by the end of next weekend. Okay. Not Memorial Day, but the weekend the boys drop. 
Okay, so okay, so there'll probably only be one episode there where all three of those shows overlap, and we kind of have to. Right, but then uh, Miss Marvel starts yeah. the following <laughs> Wednesday, and then we'll have an overlay of Obi Wan, Miss Marvel, and the boys. Oh man, it's it's picking up here, dude. Holy crap! Okay, I mean, li- listen. This will force us to maybe be a little bit more efficient with our breakdowns and not get yes. sidetracked as much. Um, so we'll make that work. Now, that being said, um, I do want to talk about the trailer that we got on Monday. I'm assuming you got you got around to watching it. Yes, Thor: Love and Thunder, trailer number two. Uh, this has got to be like a top five Marvel trailer, I think, for me. You know what? The trailer hype has really died down for me in recent years. I used to, you know what? I can still play the Skyrim tri- trailer and get hyped. Oh my god! I can still. I'll tell you what else. Trailer low key gets me hyped. The Halo Three trailer with where they had all the miniatures of the soldiers and the aliens fighting, and it's got the one brute holding up the Master Chief like he's captured him. Yeah. And then the plasma grenade starts glowing in his hand and he just looks up and they're playing <laughs> that like soft piano music. God, I don't know. It gives me chills every time I watch it. So you like video game trailers more than you like movie trailers is what I'm getting at. I mean, I, I don't remember the last time I watched a movie trailer and got hyped. I really don't. Maybe Endgame. I think Endgame was like the last one that where I watched the trailer and I was just like. I've been waiting this for this for so long. And then, yeah. So, yeah, I guess any time that you're like neck deep in a franchise and you're anticipating that final installment, like Endgame, that's going to carry a lot of weight. I thought like I was pretty freaking hyped when, when, when that Nope trailer dropped during the Super Bowl. I thought that yeah. was sick. That was that was good, too. But that yeah, but that's that's almost like I still don't know what I, you know what I mean. Like, I'm just kind of like. Yeah. Oh, I wonder what that's going to be like. Plus, like us, you know, I liked us, but I didn't love us like I loved Get Out. So I'm like, okay, this is like the third. You know what I mean? Here we yeah. go. Let's see what's happening. Um, So I'm confused. Did you not like the, the second Thor trailer? I did. But okay. I'm just like, basically, I'm at a point where I'm just like, cool. When the movie comes out, I'm, yeah. I'll be there that that's fair and i you know i think a lot of people are like that especially especially with marvel movies now because like you know where a a lot of these movies have kind of come crashing back down to earth in terms of like uh i don't want to say quality but like just how people have received them um Mm -hmm. that being said i think that there's just this assumption that because this is taika watiti and this is you know he did ragnarok that this movie is going to be outstanding. And I kind of am on that boat too. I think like, like I, I, I trust Taika and I, I, I like most of what he's done. I've, um, I've liked every movie I've watched of his. So yeah, I've yet to see a movie of his that I didn't like. I haven't watched our flag means death yet, but neither have I, neither have I. That's one thing I've been meaning to get, to, to get around to. Um, but let's talk about the, the two, I guess, reveals of this trailer. Um, the big one being we finally saw, and this is not really a spoiler. He's he was confirmed to be in this movie as the villain, but we saw our first look at Christian Bale as Gore yep. the God Butcher. 
Yep. What what were your thoughts on that? Because I know people were worried about what he would look like. I was intrigued by the look, I'll say, because it's not this big brawling kind of guy that you see on the Wikipedia picture. If you just like look at look at that, which I kind of thought that makes sense. Like, you know what I mean? I don't think Christian Bale was going to want to do the CGI thing. Like, I think he was going to want to go for a more natural look. Um, that adds up. Um, and the second thought I was like, wow, this is like an, this is going to be a really interesting movie. He's got a nice, I love the black and white color palette versus like all this color that's in every other thing. So that's going to be a nice little, you know, um, theme throughout the movie to watch. That was my main takeaways. Yeah, I'm I'm on the same exact boat, man. Like I, Christian Bale is one of those actors, and again, this this isn't anything groundbreaking. I think a lot of people feel this way, where it's like I I'll watch anything he does, you know. Like it, he seems to always have or put on a really really good performance. So when I heard he was cast in this movie, I probably like freaked out a bit. I probably like ran some laps around my room wherever the hell I was. <laughs> I really like Christian Bale, and I was like, oh my god, Christian Bale's going to be in a Marvel movie. Like, holy shit. Um, And then I started to learn more about the character he was playing, and I was like, oh shit, he's going to be a villain, and blah, blah, blah. And you're right, Gore Gore the God Butcher's kind of like this, uh, um, like, muscular kind of, I don't don't, don't know if I'd call him like a warrior, but um, when I saw him in the trailer, I was like, okay, like, I like what I'm seeing. I think that they have a pretty good depiction of him. And while it's not like a hundred percent comic book accurate, I don't really care. I know there's like comic book, like, um, I, I don't want to call them nerds because I'm a nerd. Um, I don't know what the term I'm looking for here is, but like, if something's not like a hundred percent comic book accurate, there's people that throw a goddamn fit. And if you're one of those people, reevaluate your priorities, man or woman. Um, I thought that this was just fine. I was like, it looks yeah. like Christian Bale. People knew that that was Christian Bale in the trailer. Um, I'm really excited to see what he does with this character. Um, I guess my one hope is that, um, he isn't a one and done villain. It's Christian Bale. So I have a feeling he will be. Yeah, I don't probably. think Christian Bale's not doing. Maybe, maybe he comes back for one other, but I, I, that would be a stretch to me. I, I, to me, this feels like he's gonna do his thing, and then he's gonna be like, "Cool, back to the indie movies I was making, back to the <laughs> other David, o, back to David O. Russell's next project." You know what I mean? Right. Like whatever yeah. is going on. Um, yeah. Now, I assume the second reveal you're talking about is Chris Hemsworth, Majestic Body. Is that the reveal <laughs> you were? <laughs> yes. My God, dude. Like, what the hell? That's not CGI either, man. Like, that's him. That's not fair, dude. Oh, my God. Okay. For those of you that are listening and don't know what we're talking about, go watch the last 20 seconds of the Thor Love and Thunder trailer. Uh, Russell Crowe blesses us all. That's all I have to say. Russell Crowe was really the second reveal I was talking about as Zeus. Um, little did I know he was about to give us the gift of a lifetime. Uh, yeah, man, Chris Hemsworth is, he might actually be Thor in real life. 
<laughs> or like some sort of god because that's insane. Nobody should look like that. Yeah. It's everyone, whenever you hear other people talk about Chris Hemsworth too, like other stars on talk shows, they're always like, it's just not fair that he's like this built, this handsome. Yeah. And this funny, like he's just naturally funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, you know, I've never met the guy. I've never heard uh, anything that wasn't, positive you know about him like whether it be a fan interaction or what other celebrities say about him everybody seems to love him and it's not fair and he needs to be stopped maybe christian bale stops him maybe maybe <laughs> maybe this maybe this is god's doing is like all right I'm, i gotta send christian bale after this man <laughs> try and knock him down a peg yeah for real um yeah, dude. I don't know. I'm I'm excited for this movie. I, I it's somehow only like six or so weeks away. It's like the first weekend in July or maybe second weekend in July, and we're already almost into June. So like, goddamn. But I'm excited about that. Um, did you see? Chris Hemsworth has a Netflix movie coming out. I don't. I already don't remember what it's called. It's him and Miles Teller. Is this Spider Man. Yeah. Did you yeah, see the trailer for that? I watched the trailer. Yes, that looks interesting. Like that'll probably be a movie that I watch on like a Saturday morning. I have the hiccups, but um, yeah, it's it's released on Netflix in June. Oh shit, that's next month. <laughs> What's up yes. with people dropping trailers a month before the movie comes out? I don't uh, know. That's just the, this is just a Netflix thing. God damn. All right. Well, cool. That'll be something I'm interested in getting at if we have time. I know we're June's. Who am I kidding? We're not going to have time to, to review that. Um, that might be a like down the road thing when when the season slows down a bit. But um, all right. Anything you wanted to, to mention about Stranger Things, Obi Wan, Thor, or the boys, Miss Marvel? Anything you want to touch on before we sort of wrap things up here? Um, no, I think I think we've pretty much covered it all. Um, I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about Obi Wan and they were like, "Man, I really hope Obi Wan is good because after Book of Boba Fett, yeah, it's just kind of like, man, this could be bad." Yeah. Um. I am cautiously optimistic about it. I was kind of hoping that we would get some early uh, Rotten Tomato scores out of this and that, and that they'd be positive. But I forgot Star Wars doesn't do that anymore. They just everybody gets it the same day. There's no sort of like um, press, you know, screenings a day or two before no sort of premiere. So um, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. But uh, yeah. yeah. So these next few episodes really like the man, our episodes for the next month or so are going to be pretty hectic. There's going to be multiple episodes where we're trying to cover like four or five episodes combined between three shows. So bear with us. We'll do our best to sort of get through everything, give ample time for everything, make sure that, um, 
you know, we're as efficient as possible with these breakdowns because I know that sometimes we can go off on a tangent and ramble. Um, not sometimes it's actually quite frequently. So yeah. we'll do our best to keep that at a minimum, but Chuck, anything else you want to say before we go ahead and sign off here? Follow us on the old socials, Twitter at mind popcorn, TikTok at mind your popcorn. Um, Ricky's promised to be doing more content on there soon. So I'm sure you'll be seeing that. Uh, I mean, Promises possibly with it within hours of the release of this episode. Who knows? Right. <laughs> Minutes. Right. I'm actually <laughs> I've been cooking them up right now. So that's what I've been doing on my phone here during these last 30 minutes is getting everything in the backlog on the old TikTok, And that way we have content for days. Um, now, I am intrigued about the possibility of doing the bracket. So I'll have to send out a couple feeler TikToks because like we haven't lost followers somehow. So I'll pull out some TikToks. I'll kind of get the engagements back up, you know, um, yeah. and uh, and we'll go from there. But that being said, um, next week, Stranger Things review, Obi-Wan review guaranteed sometime next week. So stay tuned and uh, we will talk to everybody then.